podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. From the Fifth Quarter Studio in Madison, Wisconsin. Madison, Wisconsin. You're listening to the 5-Minute Basketball Coaching Podcast with our host, Steve Collins. Hey everybody, welcome to the 5-Minute Basketball Coaching Podcast, episode 105. Um, Before we jump in today, I'd like to give a big shout out to our sponsor. Uh, They allow us to to do these five days a week, uh, 52 days a year, uh, 52 weeks a year, um, is teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It is the Netflix for basketball coaches. Go over and check it out and let's head off to the podcast. Five, four, three, two, one. All right, coach. So tip of the day, do you have um, something, uh, you know, I, I refer to them as golden nuggets. Do you have a golden nugget you could share a coach or a player that, that you've learned in, in your playing career and in your post playing career that you'd want to share? I think my biggest tip of the day is every night before I go to bed, I get myself prepared for the next day. So I'm not waking up early in the next day, trying to pull things together. You know, when you really start to understand practice planning, you have to start to prepare things the night before. I do. I, I and how and how do you do that? Do you write it down? How do you do yes, that? Yes, I, I put it to paper. I really I spend time thinking about, or you know, you watch so much film. When you know what your strengths and weaknesses are, you have to you take time to plan out what you really need to work on. And for me as a coach, um, in practice, I don't move on until my team gets it. We're not going to add things. We're not going to continue to build up things. We have to get this before we move on. And I think when players, it's not a pressure you pull on them, but they don't want to do the same things over and over and over and over again as well. So when you put it to them like that, I think they make a little bit extra effort to really grasp it so they can move on to the next thing. Okay. And are there a specific number that you, do you set a max or a min that you must do each day that you set? Uh, usually there's a time frame uh, okay. in practice, and I, I might have a 20-minute slot for defensive work. But if we just aren't getting the things done in that decent defensive work, uh, you know, and, and then there is a time where, for me, I break it down in offense and defense. If I want to spend 20 minutes on shell drill, I usually build a little free time in my schedule to add that stuff in so I'm not coming down to the wire. So I might practice plan really an hour and 40 minute practice, but I have 20 minutes in there to where I could add it to a drill if we're not getting it. It's, it's, you know, from someone that's taught 30 years, it's called, it's like your fudge time. You know, it's like, you yes. know, you're going to, you know, you're going to need it at some point in the lesson. Um, but I love that. So, and you do that, you do that before you go to bed every night. I do that. I do that at night before I go to bed. Uh, and it just, it also, it just gets the girls like, Ready. They like I said, they don't want to continue to do the same boring things over and over and over again. And if you're fostering a competitive nature in your team, to me, that's one of the ways that you foster it because you want to 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 be able to, and I think this is a part of coaching. Lots of coaches can can put you in drills and teach you skills, but how do they translate to the game? And it's the same thing with what I'm talking about now. Like the things you do, they have to translate to the game. So in my coaching, in my building, my practice, there's gonna be times that We have to do things and drills that help them translate it to live play because I can, I see kids all the time that are great in drills, but you put them in a live game and they could never do that stuff. Right. And so, yeah, I mean, I think that's a life lesson too. It's like, you know, you want, you want to learn things that are going to help you on a day-to-day basis. It's the same thing. Yeah. But 
kids get so sidetracked. They get caught up in the cool clothes and doing the ball between their legs 20,000 times. And you can just shoot a jump shot. And make it. <laughs> I told my guys, I said, the next time I see a guy do th- three counter moves in a game that we're playing, I might keel over. It's like, those all look good on YouTube, but you never actually see, you know, I always tell my players, you need a, you need a move and a counter move. If you've got those, my bet, my, some of my best players I've ever coached that have played at the highest level, they had a move and they had a counter move and they were really good at those two moves. Well, I think you're so right about that. And kids today, I think that they watch the NBA too much. Like you're going to go to college. They're two different games. Right. The NBA is a game of entertainment. They do things in that game that you're not going to be able to do in college. Now, when you get to the NBA, I, I, you see, I've seen Russell Westbrook, and everybody's seen this man. He's dribbling down the court, and he just puts the ball in his arms and takes four steps and starts dribbling again. The ref never blows a whistle. Right. If you ever watch Ellen Iverson play, he starts with a jab step, and he starts jabbing, and by the time he puts the ball on the floor, he's two feet away from where he started. You can't do that in college. So you have to pay your dues to get to that game as, as I guess is what I'm saying. You need to learn it the right way first I and then that. graduate to those things. Yep. That's a great tip. All right. Thanks, Coach. Sports Social Podcast Network.